Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. It's Super Bowl week. It's Super Bowl week. Bickley and Murata, live from the Phoenix Convention Center at Media Row. Yeah, getting you ready for Super Bowl 57 here on Bickley and Murata mornings on Arizona Sports. Special eight and a half hour edition of NFL Game Day morning starting at 7 a.m. Arizona time on NFL Network. Our next guest will be a big part of it. You see him all over the screens. Uh, breaking news, Tom Pelissero, NFL Network Insider, joins us here on uh, Media Row. Tom, thanks for stopping by. I appreciate it. Of course. Glad to be with you guys. i got to know this first off. Uh, the, the life of an NFL insider. Like Just until you started talking there, you're on your phone. Yeah. What's your screen time like per week? Do you get that that, that Oh, Sunday I get that depressing review? thing every Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah. And somehow it always goes up. Yeah. I don't understand how that's possible. It's 10% more every yeah. single week. Me so. too, and I'm not even breaking news, so yeah. I can only imagine what it's like for you. Yeah, this has been an interesting uh, offseason. Obviously, as you guys know, you've been covering a month-long uh, head coaching search here, yeah. as, as we have too. You know, everything was The NFL legislated it this way. Their belief is that um, delaying things and slowing down the process will lead to better equity in hiring. We'll see whether or not, you know, small sample size right now, but we'll see in the years to come whether that ends up being the case. But it, it's led to complications, especially for teams that want to hire the general manager first, yes. because, you know, the car Cardinals wanted to hire Monty Austin for it. The coaches in this game for the Eagles and Chiefs, they were the two with the buys. That used to be the advantage was if you had the buy as a coach, everybody would fly to you that Thursday, Friday during the bye week. And a lot of times those guys got advantage. Well, this year, you couldn't interview them in person at all. You could only do Zoom with them. And if you were hiring a general manager first and wanted them as part of the process, you haven't been able to talk to these guys at all. Yeah. So it's just been it's been an unusual type of a process. No my, my belief is if Dan Quinn had not decided not to take a head coaching job in this cycle, the Cardinals would add their head coach a couple of weeks ago. Didn't end up playing out that way. And so, you know, they got Lou Anarumo talking to him today. Mike Kafka um, it was there on Tuesday, or excuse me, Zooming on Tuesday because they're, they're back to Zooms here. And, and I know the Cardinals have you know been digging around on some of the coaches in this game too. And so we'll see, you know, how exactly they wrap up this process. We, uh, from last year's Super Bowl when the Chris Mortensen report on Kyler Murray first surfaced, it has been a circus here ever since. It's been dysfunction. There's been scant. There's been everything in this football season for us, and we still don't have our next head coach in Arizona. How much of is how much of it is the quarterback? There's been a lot of rumors that Kyler Murray's an impediment. Clearly, the ownership, the culture has been referenced. What do you think is the issue here, if there is one? Yeah, I, I don't know that there. Listen, there's 32 of these jobs, so somebody's going to take this. Yeah. and you know, people have won in Arizona before. I don't know that there's a great history of sustained success, but you've seen runs. You've been to a Super Bowl. You know, there have been good seasons. Um, I think that there's a lot to take in in terms of just the, you know, you're evaluating everything, right? It's the resources, it's the facilities, it's the owner, it's the quarterback, it's the roster. You know, realistically, with Monty taking over as the GM, and Monty's a Minnesota guy like me, so obviously, you know, you know he's going to be good. Salt of the earth people. Absolutely. absolutely. (laughs) He's from, I think, Laverne. Is that Laverne, Minnesota, I want to say? Yeah, I think you're right about that. Uh, And so, you know, I think it's fair to say, based on the roster he's inheriting, that 2023 is going to be a transition year, whatever you want to call it, a rebuild, a reboot, whatever. And, oh yeah, Kyler's probably not going to be ready for the first half of the year, at least. So, you have to be evaluating that as as a head coaching candidate, and then figuring out, okay, what's our short-term plan and our long-term plan? We're building an offense for a guy who's not going to be there, not be able to participate in anything through the offseason. Are we reintegrating in mid-season? Are we trading away some other players? Are we cutting a bunch of these old expenses? 
to veterans. You know, all those things play into it here. So I don't think, you know, I would not call the Cardinals job a bad job by any stretch. You just need to have a plan for how you're going to do things operationally and a plan for how you're going to maximize and make the proper connection with a quarterback who is unbelievably talented Mm -hmm. but obviously has run into some walls through the years. Yes. Tom Pelissero, NFL Network Insider, our guest here on on Bickley and Murata Mornings. Uh, You mentioned the Dan Quinn example in this whole coaching search for the Cardinals. When Monty Osenfort got this GM job, immediately people pointed to his connection from the New England days with Brian Flores, who didn't show up on a lot of candidate lists for the, for the five open jobs. He showed up on the Cardinals list, and he was deemed the favorite. He takes the D.C. job in Minnesota. What kind of information have you been able to glean on, on what broke down there, how much interest the Cardinals actually had in Brian Flores and things of that like? See, I never heard that he was the favorite okay. going into the process. I think people made the natural connection. Uh, and listen, you know, Monty comes from New England. Generally, guys who have a history with the Patriots are ultimately going to want people who know how to do things the way the Patriots want them done. But you just saw the Texans hired a head coach, you know, by Nick Casario. Mm-hmm. He's actually hired three different head coaches, right, so far, that have not had a New England background. D'Amico Ryan's being the latest one. It's, it's about finding the connection. It's sure. about figuring out how you're going to be on the same page. And I think Monty's going to do things differently. It's not going to be New England West again. He's going to have his own philosophies uh, about how to uh, how to put it together, but in terms of Flores, it, it never seemed like the right fit to me, knowing how Flores operates, and everybody can't say enough things about him, you know, in Pittsburgh and what he's done this year. He's a really, really smart coach. Everyone liked him in New England. Miami, you know, quite frankly, he wore some people out over the time there. And so, was that going to mix with Michael Bidwell? Was that going to mix with Kyler Murray? Was that all going to line up? And did it make sense for Flores? As you said, he was not uh, you know, interviewing for all five jobs, right? It was going to be targeted. If you're Flores and you're going, there's only five jobs open this year, I'm interviewing for, I want to say there was one other one, two jobs maybe that he had a request for. Do I take the one job or pursue, we shouldn't even say take because I don't know that it was ever going to be offered, but do I pursue the one job here or do I go, you know what, with only five openings this year, that probably means it's going to be seven or eight next year. Yes. I'll take the next step, go become the defensive coordinator in Minnesota, get another year of distance from the stuff in Miami and have my, you know, pick yeah. of it next year. I mean, Flo's a, he's a really good coach. We're in the same class at Boston College. I don't want to say I've got the connections to everybody here, but you happen to mention too. <laughs> we didn't know each other. We knew a lot of the same people. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, you know, but he, he's a good coach, but he, he's not he, he's not for everyone. Like yeah. I, I think that that's fair to say. All right, so uh, the last two Super Bowls in Glendale have both been historic in their own nature. Um, what do you? What, what's the potential of Sunday's game? And and if Patrick Mahomes really does want to be the goat someday, can he afford to lose this game? in his quest for Tom Brady. I mean, yeah, because he's 27. He's got a lot of time left. I think that absolutely it helps. I mean, listen, you win a second Super Bowl. Generally speaking, historically, like that's been Hall of Fame. Yeah. And I'm not even suggesting that there's any chance Patrick Mahomes, if he retires tomorrow, is not in the Hall of Fame. He'd be pretty close already. Yeah, he probably Based is. on what he's done. I mean, yeah. I, I believe Mahomes is, he might be the greatest player of all time. And I don't say that lightly. I don't, I'm not a hot take guy. I'm not saying that. I'll leave that to you guys. I know Bickley does that all the time. Um, but I, I, but like you look at what he's accomplished. He just won his second NFL MVP last night in runaway fashion. He got 48 of 50 first place votes. He's been to three Super Bowls now. He's already won one. Got a chance to win a second one on Sunday. He is what Bill Belichick was to coaches for a long time in New England, where every year you could have voted Bill Belichick Coach of the Year. Yes. He only won it like two or three times because people get sick of voting for the same guy. 
Yeah. Patrick Mahomes could be the MVP every single year, but people want to find somebody else. Hey, this guy had a really good year. Yeah. You're telling me right now you're starting a franchise and you would take any player over Patrick Mahomes as the centerpiece. He's 27. He's not overly reliant on mobility, which you know some other quarterbacks, if you looked at them and you say, all right, is his, are his physical skills going to diminish? Like He can move, but he's not a runner, yeah. and so he can play from the pocket. He can win for another 10, 15 years. He can play till he's 40 if he wants to. He may well go down as the greatest quarterback of all time, but to that point, if you were to lose another Super Bowl, there will be plenty of people yeah. saying, you know, once it's again, over. he got there. <laughs> you know, the only other one that he lost, he was right. playing behind a horrible it's offensive true. line oh, yeah. and was banged up, up in that game. I mean, yeah. he was doing, I remember the throw he made where he was like, torqued his body and was like, parallel to <laughs> yes. the ground and throwing it like this. It's like, alright. I, I never say it's with Mahomes, but like, you yeah. might be doing too <laughs> right. much now. But he, that's all he could do was try to will them single-handed. I said it at the time of that game, Tom, if this was a boxing match, they should stop it. It was that one-sided at that point, the physical punishment he was taking. But Speaking of boxing match, by the way, just a quick aside on yep. that. So that, that Super Bowl was the Bucks chiefs one mm-hmm. in Tampa during the COVID year where they had the cardboard cutouts of the fans. <laughs> like, you think back on some of that stuff? Yeah, and it's right? like wild. Like, I'm one of the only people in the stand. There's a photo of me with, like, cardboard cutouts of people <laughs> everywhere. And, like, somewhere in, like, a history book will be like, what was happening at that time? That's but, a great point. So in that, the boxing thing made me think of this. So there also were limited seats in the press box because this is still where you had to have, like, the, yeah. the glass up and, like, spaced out and everything. So we ended up in a, in a suite with Mike Tyson. <laughs> It was the, it was the strangest collection of people. It's me, Ian Rappaport, Tyson, uh, Adam Devine from Workaholics and all those movies. He's in the suite. Rebel Wilson is in the suite. Adam Zimmer and the chef, wow. and then like and then like ten other people. And it like the conversation tonight. Tyson left because too many people were talking to him without masks. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, I don't like the other people that talking to me. Is and, he, and he rolled. He rolled in like the second quarter. <laughs> that is an incredible anecdote. <laughs> that is amazing. Oh, and uh, Darius Rucker from Hootie and the Blowfish. Oh, he, he, was, he was sitting next to yeah. next to me. That's the most eclectic group of people. Like I've ever I, heard. I still don't. I've, I've never gotten an explanation. Who put together that group? <laughs> if this was just the like the last minute people, because I remember they didn't know where we were sitting. And then right. it was like, oh, uh, you'll, be a, you'll be in a suite. You'll walk in Tyson's in there. I'm like, well, this night's gonna be fun. And then <laughs> this is gonna he be bailed. What a way to punctuate your visit with the Tyson. Well, it wasn't and the scared of any story. man, but the, the virus was <laughs> yeah was freaking he him out. Bounced. That's uh, great. Special eight and a half hour edition of NFL Game Day Morning Sunday morning seven o'clock. It starts on NFL. Network here in Arizona. Tom Palacero, thanks for joining us. Good to meet you. You got it. Uh, Thank you, enjoy Tom. your time here. Again, man. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we are back with some social studies. Sarah will take us through it next here on Bickley and Murata Mornings, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata Mornings, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Social Studies, brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty, East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com. A little late. Super Bowl week. We make our own rules. It's time for some social studies. Better late than never, right, Sarah? That is correct. And if there's uh, one person to upstage me, Tom Pelissero with a Mike Tyson story, I think that's okay. And a little bit of a Mike Tyson impression. And, oh, a little, did I get there, yes. He kind of went there. He didn't go. He didn't <laughs> fully commit, but he kind of went there. Didn't go full Tyson. Can you go full Tyson? 
Is that no, in, your, in your repertoire? Vic can. No, I can't. <laughs> no, I cannot. <laughs> okay, fine. I guess we'll uh, we'll skip the impressions for now and we'll go straight to social. I studies. broke my back. <laughs> we are on Spinal. Twitter. Hugo Vander. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're on Twitter at Bickley underscore Murata. Thank you, as always, to everybody who participates for social studies every single day. Yes. We really genuinely appreciate it. All right, let's start with uh, Phoenix Suns talk. Of course, the day after we spent the entire show talking about Kevin Durant, who is now a Phoenix Sun. A lot of excitement around that, but now let's try and, and poke some holes in it. Let's see what concerns, if any, you may have with the Phoenix Suns following the trade deadline. And that includes the addition of Darius Baisley as well. So, any concerns, guys, with with this current roster? I'm concerned about Baisley shooting percentage. No, uh, for me, it's it's it, how much chemistry can you build yeah. in 22 games potentially? I'm thinking Kevin Durant. If everything goes perfectly and he comes back after the trade deadline, he's probably going to play in about 18 or 19 of those games because of injury management. How much chemistry can you build in that time frame? Because there's a lot of new pieces. Oh yeah, I know that. So to me, it's it's going to be uh, to quote Clip. To quote Cliff Kingsbury, time spent on task. I don't know what that's going to be for. <laughs> You're laughing at that. Yeah, it is pretty uh, corporate ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, um, so it, that, that's a concern of mine, how much time they have to sort of kind of get it all together. Defense, will it be uh, playoff caliber? And then I think the bench is overrated, so I'm not going to get hung up on that. But I do think that pace of play, um, the age of this team, and Chris Paul likes to be plotting and bring the ball up sometimes. Yeah. I, can they get that right? So, yeah, I just think making it all work, it's it's easier said than done. Yeah, and it is a pretty tight window, especially if the Suns are not able to continue winning games while they're waiting for Kevin yeah. Durant's arrival. That'll that'll make it a little uh, a little nerve-wracking. All right, concerns from our listeners about the Phoenix Suns following the trade deadline. Dude in the Desert writes in, his concern is we just signed a guy who is currently injured and has a history of injury. In uh, place of a guy who has not missed a game since college. Yes, Kevin Durant is a generational talent, but if he can't stay on the court, it doesn't matter. Seabacher44 is concerned about chemistry. Not enough time to gel before the playoffs. We need more time. Jimmy from Philly is concerned about the defense and the depth. He thinks neither of those are, are at the level they need to be to win a championship. Also, Chris Paul and KD, you got to stay healthy during the final stretch. J-Rod Cards has no concerns. The Suns have become the most relevant team in the league now. Every city and every national sports show is talking about the Suns right now. I do expect to ring in four months. Good luck to you, J-Rod Cards. Is that an ultimatum? It sounds like it. <laughs> Put up or shut up, honey. All right, let's get on to our next question, which I am trying to find because the internet is doing a very fun. It, it happens act at right this now. time every morning <laughs> okay, when there's a thousand people in this room. I'm just getting white blank screens. Okay, looking at the Super Bowl, which again we've not spent a ton of time talking about here on Super Bowl Media Row. Of these four options, guys, who is going to win the Super Bowl and how? The Chiefs win it big. The Chiefs win it in a close one. The Eagles win it big. The Eagles win it in a close one. I go Eagles close. Do you have a score in mind? I'm going to save that. Mm -hmm. End of the show? I'm going to save it? I'm going to save it. 
We go off on that on that note. Okay, everyone, stay tuned. For this yeah, well, that's that's all that you're just you're you're making a lot of assumptions, there, Vinny, <laughs> but uh, but I would say I'm going to pick the Chiefs to win. Chiefs close yeah, or big? I, no, uh, close. But close, I, I right. just think the quarterback head coach thing. Uh, my thinking is along with what Tom Pelissero was saying that it, it's they're both too good, yeah, and better than their opponents. And I think that's gonna. I think class is gonna win at the end. Okay, so you guys are expecting a close game. Mm-hmm. I too am expecting a close game. Our listeners are expecting a close game. Forty-four percent of our voters said the Chiefs will win it in a close one. Forty percent say the Eagles win it in a close one. So even that is close right there. Nine percent say Eagles big. Seven percent say Chiefs big. I walked. Uh, I could overhear. Uh Earlier this morning, there's a Philadelphia radio station not far from us, yeah. and I heard somebody on their set say, Eagles 100, Chiefs nothing. Yeah. Oh. yeah so maybe they voted in the poll. Wow, that's some good I'm guessing that was Cuz. Right <laughs> My guy Cuz. It was uh, at that table, certainly, okay. yes. <laughs> uh, Desert Dirtbag says, two great quarterbacks, just one good defense. The Eagles win it in a close one. Apache Jedi Bear says, the Eagles defense and Jalen Hurts are ready to shine here in the Valley. Hassan Reddick has the spotlight to show how much the Cardinals should miss him. By the way, Hassan Reddick finished second for Defensive Player of the Year without being a finalist. Did you see that? Wait. He wasn't one of the three finalists. It was it was Bosa, Parsons, and Chris Jones, and Reddick got more, I mean, wow. two votes as opposed to no, you know, more, than, more than those guys, but yeah. still finished second. Wow. All right. Uh, let's Props to him. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Our final question, actually going back to um, the, the Phoenix Suns and the departure of Dario Saric, a favorite of our guy, Dave Burns. Loves himself some Dario Saric. Um, I texted him yesterday, and he was very sad. And, Vic, you, you kind of went off on him a little bit. No, I didn't go off on him. I, I didn't know that he was still into Dario Saric. My it, my my general statement is if, if the departure of Cam Johnson and Mikhail Bridges it, it, it isn't enough let me rephrase this. At a time when you can be lamenting the loss of Cam Johnson and or Mikhail Bridges, to be lamenting the loss of Dario Saric is a little bit ridiculous to me. And I don't believe Bernsey really did that. I don't believe Bur- is Bernsey really still emotionally connected I, to I Dario Saric? I think it's just like a fun, fond just a memory. Thing? Okay. Yes. Yeah. If it's just if it's just a shticky thing, yeah, I get yeah, yeah. it. It's, okay. it's just a thing. It's All just right. a thing. All you right. know Bernsey full of shtick. Oh. <laughs> Shtickhead. All right. Well, the question is, who is is somebody in Arizona sports or Valley sports that played for a local team you loved more than like the average sports fan? Somebody might think you're a little weird for being obsessed with this guy or, or, or loving this player. Did you have any of those guys? I've, I've been trying to think and I'm, I'm scrolling through to see some of the answers if it jogged anything. Jimmy from Philly probably brought up one that would be high on my list and it was probably high on a lot of people's list. David DeLucci was up yep. there. Um... I was also, I, I don't know, I was a big Andy Fox guy early in the Diamondbacks. Wow. Yeah. Andy Fox. Yeah, I know. I enjoyed Andy Fox. Yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll buy David DeLucci. David DeLucci once tells a great, or told a great story about Dave Mustaine, uh, the front man and founder of Megadeth. And Dave DeLucci was a big fan, so he saw David DeLucci sitting in the first row at Chase Field. 
And he's like, wow, that's like my rock and roll idol. So Deluge went and grabbed the baseball and signed it and underhand tossed it to Dave Mustaine, uh-huh. knocked over his beer. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, and, no. and David Deluge is like, here I am trying to do a good deed to ingratiate myself to this rock star whom, whom I'm dying to meet. And the ball bounces off the top of the dugout, hits his beer and knocks it over. Oh, I felt that in my heart. I feel yeah. like if I, I were David in that situation, gets my vote. I would do the same thing. Yeah. David Deaton voted for Taylor Kelly, the former ASU quarterback. That's a good one. He didn't have a big arm like Mike Bercovici or Brock Osweiler, but he did a lot more winning than both of those guys. Uh, Darnell Dockett says Scott Rowan. He was a beast on a team that is most remembered as Kurt Warner's team. Leandro Barbosa, Nick Ahmed. Uh, AC Green. You're not doing it in the right voice. Make a bad. AC Green. I did kind of fall into it. Joe Klein. Uh, right now on Twitter at Bigly underscore Murata, you can scroll through the rest of the fabulous responses. And thank you as always to everybody yes. who participates. Thank you, Sarah. Thank Phoenix you, Suns Sarah. have acquired Kevin Durant from the Nets. We're giving you the chance to be the first to get his son's jersey. Text KD to 620-620 and register to win a Phoenix Suns Kevin Durant jersey. That's KD to 620-620. Coming up next, he's had uh, the studio all to himself all week for really to unlock the creative juices. Jared Carlin or, or other juices. Oh, come on! And fruit. <laughs> Jared Kebab. Breakfast Jared Kebab Sports Carlin is next here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Time to take a look at the Arizona Sports Poll Question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Oh, before we get to the, what was it, the Jarrett Kebab Sports Carlin? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. We're going to go to our website, ArizonaSports.com, to look at our daily poll question, talking about the Phoenix Suns and how we feel about this roster after the trade deadline. Two options, guys. The Larry O is coming home to Phoenix, or we need to get more depth in the buyout market. Wow, those are your two options. That's all or nothing, yep. which was said yesterday to, to a degree. Um, I'm not willing to go to option one just yet. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Let's see these guys it's actually interact with their teammates and put on a uniform for, for, for uh, a, a game or two. Yeah. So I'm going with the second. Yeah, so same here. I would like to speak with whoever wrote that question. I also would like the internet to work because it is loading. But we placed a vote for the second option. Just on Arizona Sports. Plant the seed. Give us the results later. Just think about it. Yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're a patient bunch. As evidenced by the Arizona Cardinals coaching search. Definitely. <laughs> 79% say they oh, need to thanks, uh, go Jared. to the, get more depth in the bio. Okay, market. 79%. There you go. There you go. Today's Sanderson Ford poll question. You can vote on it now on the homepage at ArizonaSports.com. Are you joking? 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 It's sports news skewered. The sports kebab. All right, Jared. I'm curious to see. You don't have an audience right there unless you brought people in to fill this, the seats in the auction. Well, I have the, the divine Lauren is with me here okay. helping out in studio. So I have a one live studio audience member here. All right. Feel free to laugh loud, Lauren. <laughs> All of you guys, please feel free to laugh loud. <laughs> create, a, create a buzz around the uh, media row there. Okay. Because I'm still buzzing. I don't know about you guys, about the Kevin Durant trade. Now, the crazy thing is, is it happened so late at night, I didn't see the news until I looked at my phone in the morning. 
And man, was that exciting. What a thing to wake up for. I'm still thinking about that rush. I mean, I was just lying in bed, totally satisfied, with a smile on my face. What's that like, said my wife. <laughs> I guess she's not a Durant fan or something. I don't know, don't know what she's talking about. But this, <laughs> it's exciting, though, guys, right? The Suns get Kevin Durant, KD, the Durantula, the Slim Reaper, the Slender Man, Finn Duncan, Skinny Mouse, Tall Rudd, Bony Soprano, Lanky Munez, Lean Hackman, Kvetch Armstrong. I mean, he's going to be here. Yes! All those guys. Yeah. Amazing. And I know things went badly in Brooklyn, but that was for many reasons. Injuries, coaching, and let's face it, his partnership with Kyrie Irving. It just didn't work. I mean, between the two of them, only one was willing to take the big shots. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, was that a joke? Sorry. It's a double meaning. Seriously. I blame Kyrie, though, for their failed par- partnership. That guy just doesn't understand chemistry or biology or astronomy, <laughs> physics, earth science, history. You know, you know, so I welcome Kevin Durant to the Valley. I mean, enjoy everything we have here. Go to the WM Open. Check out Old Town Scottsdale. Hike Camelback Mountain. But remember, although it is a dry heat, Kevin, you must stay hydrated, okay? 20, 30 minutes in the sun around here, and you will be thirstier than Tom Brady in an underpants ad. Ooh! Yeah. Did you see that Tom Brady underwear ad picture? Unfortunately. Yeah. I'll give Brady this. It's very rare that someone brands their midlife crisis. (laughs) But back to the Kevin Durant trade. I'm very excited. And look, I know it cost a lot. I loved Cam Johnson and Mikel Bridges. And they did a lot for the team. But the playoffs last year, they showed the Suns needed another big scoring punch. And when it came to points, let's face it, Cam and Mikel are like Leo DiCaprio's dating life. They rarely go over 25. (laughs) And I'll be honest, I'm going to miss Mikel's defense and heart and goofy faces. I'm going to miss Cam's shooting and athleticism. And I'm going to miss saying his name. How long do we say his name on the show? But we're getting Kevin Durant. I can't believe how mad and sad some Suns fans are. Look on social media and I haven't seen someone that miserable in an exciting situation since Ben Affleck at the Grammys. (laughs) (laughs) And if you're looking for bad news... The bad news was the rumors of who the Suns' new owner, Matt Ishbia, planned on bringing in to the front office. Why is it that every 10 years, the Suns' higher-ups want to bring in a guy named Isaiah Thomas to ruin chemistry? (laughs) (laughs) Now, luckily, that report turned out to be false, and Ishbia and the Suns were fast to deny it. I mean, seriously, that rumor got shot down quicker than a Chinese spy balloon. (laughs) And that was just a small misstep. But how could you argue with the new owner, Matt Ishbia's instant impact? The guy came in and went all in right away. He gets it. He knows that in the...
smaller windows than Aaron Rodgers' darkness hut. (laughs) Yes, Aaron Rodgers told Pat McAfee that he will be spending four days in a small hut in complete silence and darkness. Now, Rodgers hopes the retreat will give him what he's eternally been seeking. Deep, intense, complete, and total attention. I actually... I actually don't think this whole thing will be that weird for Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he should be used to being in a small place in total darkness since he spends so much time with his head up his own butt anyway. Jeez. And and finally, speaking of football, this Sunday is the Super Bowl in Glendale, Arizona. The game is between the Chiefs and the Eagles, which means my guy, Andy Reid, is in town. Now, people always say I make fun of him too much, but did you hear his answer when they asked him to start, sit, and cut three hamburger places? Yeah. Uh, I like, listen, I like all three. Um, I grew up on In N Out, um, but I've had a few Five Guys. And the Shake Shack, you know, I, no, I don't turn any of them away. No, don't. Star them all. Start them all, he said. Start them all. I think think it's ironic that he chose to start them all because let's be honest, Andy Reid spends far more time sitting and cutting. What? Oh, 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 Jared, it was going so well. But it had to go there. Oh, man. You can't I think that was the most timely uh, edition of the Sports Kebab ever. Yeah, a lot there, was, current, there wasn't a, a lot of current events in there. Ripped from the headlines. There wasn't one uh, 70s pop culture reference. Wait, way to go, Jared. Yeah. Uh, that's the Sports Kebab every Friday. Lanky Munoz. <laughs> <laughs> Follow Jared on Twitter at Jared GC. J A R R E T T G C. We will wrap up our coverage uh, for the week as we are live from Meteoro Super Bowl 57 Phoenix Convention Center. Our coverage brought to you by Canvas Annuity. Score up to 5.7% on your retirement savings with Canvas Annuity. It's Bickley and Murata mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata, song of the day. Futures hazy, lots of injuries, years of heartbreak, too much to take. Sun spans on our knees, rumors humming. Deadlines coming. Is it just another tease? Kyrie's traded. Suns fans hated. Kevin Durant, pretty please.
when I see Woe's tweet lying here, trying to sleep, Jay and Cam, and one more witch is, good God, it's Mikkel Bridges. Acquired Kevin Durant. Can't believe the trade is final. A superstar to play with Booker. Now the favorites for a title. We acquired Kevin Durant. Ishbia didn't dilly dally. We brought in the Hall of Famer to bring a trophy to the valley. I feel like I just listened to Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> It's a long song, Jared. <laughs> and answering the musical question, what would it sound like if the lead singer from the Crash Test Dummies covered Elton John? That's what you get right there. Jared Carlin instead of Tiny Dancer, Kevin Durant. You're getting applause from the, wow. from the staff here. Generous. Jared. Yeah. It must be Friday. Applause, but- <laughs> it must be Friday at 9.52 a.m. Uh, that was today's song of the day, courtesy of Jared Carlin. Bickley and Murata going off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. Yeah, it is our last day out here at Media Row, Super Bowl 57 at the Phoenix Convention Center. It has been a week, a lot going on. We, We went into this week, and I think last Friday we were all gearing up for what was going to be a busy week, not just here at Media Row, but for Arizona sports, for Phoenix sports. And it surpassed all of our expectations. So it's been it's been a cool week just to swim in this pool with all this stuff going on. We are the center of the sports world right now, and it, uh-huh. it happens every once in a while. And uh, it's been it's been pretty cool, I think. Yeah, no. Listen, this is uh, this is all good. I, I think what's very interesting was as of yesterday, from what I could tell and what I was told, uh, WM Phoenix Open tickets were soaring in value. Super Bowl tickets were coming down in value, and we all know that everybody everywhere is talking about Kevin Durant. So yes. the fact that the Super Bowl is here and currently the third most important story in the Valley is also quite something. Yes, about that Super Bowl Sunday, four thirty is the kickoff from State Farm State. This game is a great matchup on paper. It's got uh, lofty standards to reach. The two Glendale Super Bowls have both been fantastic all-timers with memorable, two of the most memorable plays ever have yeah. uh, have come out in, in uh, Arizona Super Bowls. No doubt. Um, I, you know, I, I do like a close game. I'm sticking with the Eagles. I know you're, you're leaning I'm Chiefs. I'm going to say Kansas City. Yeah. 27-24. They're going to win it at the end. I had the same exact score, but the Eagles win. Okay. Yeah. How about yeah. that? MVP for you is going to be Mahomes. I'm taking Yes. It. Yes. I'm going to go. I'll take the easy way out. Jalen Hurts, MVP. Sarah, what do you like? Uh, I'm going Eagles. MVP? And I'm going to say 31 
24. MVP Wilbert Montgomery. <laughs> Carol <laughs> Carmichael. <laughs> the Bergie. <laughs> the Bergie, really? <laughs> Michael Lick. Michael. That is going to do it for us today. Thanks to Matt Hasselbeck, Howard Beck, Pat Williams, Eddie Johnson, Tom Pellicero for joining us. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you Monday. Wolf and Luke are up next. Have a great week, everybody. This is one of those shows that, like, you get up at 5 and you just want 10 o'clock to get here so you can start talking about this, right? Yeah. I mean, that's every day. Here. We yeah. get up at 5 and can't wait for 10 o'clock to get here. That's, that's every day, man. Good morning to you, my friends. And to my enemies as well. By the way, you smell wonderful today, Vinny. What are you wearing? Four nights of complete darkness is what I refer to as a Murata holiday weekend. Right. Take everything we believe, flip it on its ear, say the opposite, and we'll have original intended effect. Holy hell, what a party, baby! Hello. Hello, guys. Hello. Luanarumo. Luanarumo. When there's a will, there's a way. Defense, depth, durability. Googs, I was there. Look. Long distance dedication to you, Aaron in Green Bay. West Side. Time for some show, uh, show, 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 studies. Yes. I always forget to exclude murder. I guess we got a new meaning for the tuck rule. Sitting there knee clapping. Don't be a turd. Wizzy and wuzzy. Busiest, buzziest, booziest. Neck deep in a juicy pair. Vinny spitting. Game we rising like I told him to. I am more Ted Lasso than Led Tasso. Valley boys. Right. What is the matter with people? We're bringing Mike McCoy back, kids. Right. There is a bathroom, but you have the option of wearing an adult diaper. Oh, as a treat? I'm not a hot take guy. I'm not saying that. I'll leave that to you guys. I know Bickley does that all the time. <laughs> America runs on yeah. Duncan, and Duncan spills on Vince. Yeah. You don't usually see Beyonce and Ray Ratto in the same building. <laughs> I bigger like, dreams, Marana. <laughs> way to you. kill the mood, Vinny. <laughs> we are so scarred in the city. Uh, that was funny. Man. That was pretty pathetic, but hey. <laughs>